Hi, and welcome back to our broadcast. I'm Brian Likens. You know, I was looking in Luke chapter 1 and 2, and I was reading about Mary, and I was reading about how that she, even though all the things that she was told, she was even visited by the angel Gabriel. And even after delivering the baby Jesus, Mary still was wondering, is this really of God? Is this really what he told foretold? Is this really what is happening? She still struggled with, am I really in the plan of God? And, you know, I think this is something that we can take a life lesson from and we can realize and, and, and take a lesson from Mary that, that walking out through life, sometimes things, things happen all around us and we don't understand everything. But yet God is still working on our behalf. God is still working the plan and God still has a plan for us. And whenever we go through doubts or we struggle or we 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 find ourselves in situations that we never thought we would be in. Do you, do you think Mary ever thought that she would be have a child without a man? You know, something never happened before and will never happen again. No, these are these are extraordinary things and the hand of God was upon her but yet she still wondered about her life and about what was going on and still had to learn and and grow in knowledge and and stay in faith and she still had to believe God even though that she was conceived of the Holy Spirit and gave birth to the lamb of God the savior of the world she still had to trust the Lord and we can learn some things from what Mary went through. And I want to, uh, we'll start out in Luke chapter one where, where the angel Gabriel comes to her. And then we'll, we'll look at a couple other things here, but let me get, go ahead and open up in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, Lord God, for, for helping us, Lord, in, in increasing our wisdom and understanding. Lord, as we look into your word, I thank you, Lord God, that, that today that someone receives hope, someone receives strength, Lord God, that not to give up, not to quit. And Lord, if they're wondering and if they're, they're having feelings and emotions that are uh, oppressing or depressing this time of year, Lord, Father, I thank you for stirring them up on the inside and stirring up the joy and let the joy return, Lord God, that only comes from you. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for the greatest gift that you've ever given, and that is the gift of your precious Son. And Lord, today we give you thanks in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. If you look in Luke chapter 1 and verse uh, 30, this is where that Gabriel comes to uh, Mary. And it says, uh, we'll start out in, in verse 30. Uh, up above this is where it's talk we're uh, uh, talking about uh, the foretelling of John uh, the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, who would go before him. But in, in verse, uh, um, well, we'll start out in verse 26, 30 is where, the, where it says the angel comes. But in verse uh, 126, it said, In the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou Thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. 
and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then, then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Now we know what happens after this. She goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth and she begins to tell her all these things that happen. And then, and then Mary and Joseph, you can re- we read this in Luke chapter 2. Mary and Joseph, this is the birth of Christ. Um, I, I actually read this on the last broadcast, but um, we, we, we know that the angels came to the shepherds. After they were in Bethlehem, the angels came to the shepherds and then they told them what was happening. The shepherds come to, uh, come, uh, to Mary. And then uh, if you look in Luke chapter two, verse, uh, we'll start in 16. And they, and they came after the angels had, had uh, told them and saying, saying praises unto God and said, glory to God in the highest peace and, 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 uh, on earth and goodwill toward men. And then, and then verse 16, they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying, which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which are told them by the shepherds. Now listen to Luke chapter 2, verse 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. All this that she heard the shepherds telling her how the angels came and told them that the the Lamb of God is, is born in Bethlehem. And they came to find that precious lamb. They came to find the Savior and the Messiah was, would be born. And they came to find him and all of these things that they told of the angels coming. And Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. She still was thinking about this. Is this really happening? Is this really what's going on? In, uh, in the uh, Passion Translation, it says, uh, and I lost my, I jumped to, let me jump down here. I lost my place here. But Mary treasured all these things in her heart and often pondered what they meant. The message translation says, Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. But she was pondering them. She thought about them often, wondering what they meant. She's still walking this out. She's still still walking this out, what the Lord had told her. And then you go on. uh, That was in 19. And then you've, when Jesus is presented in the temple and I won't read all of this, but he's, he's brought into the temple as, as it was uh, under the Jewish custom. And then Simeon, who was, who was told of the Messiah that he would not die until he saw the the Messiah. Um, And then he says uh, in, in verse two thirty, for my eyes have, have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all the people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of all the people of Israel. And Joseph and his mother, verse 20, 33, marveled at those things which are spoken of him. Now they're, they're, they're in awe. They're marveling at this. Then you go on after, after Simeon had blessed him. And then, 
they returned to Nazareth, and this is where the, you've all heard the story about Jesus teaching or, or teaching and talking to the scribes and the Pharisees in the temple. Now, Mary, Mary and Joseph lose the Christ. They lose baby Jesus. They're, go, they're going on three days. They're, and then, then they realize, whoops, we've lost God. What have we done? So they go back, and when they find him, now listen, and when they saw him, uh, well, let me let me start here in uh, verse 44. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that that you sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? In verse 50, And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. They still did not get it. They didn't understand this. But yet they were walking all of this out. They had the, the greatest miracle, one of the greatest miracles that has ever happened, probably the greatest miracle that has ever happened and happened in their life. And yet they still were trying to figure out what is going on. So when we look at this, you think, wow, you know, and if an angel appeared to me, Man, I would have it all. Everything would be settled. If an angel just showed up in my bedroom or showed up in my house, I would never doubt again. I'd have no fear. I'd have no doubt. I'd have no worry. I wouldn't. Everything would really. We think that if that's what it would take. No, an angel came to Mary and she even conceived of the Holy Ghost without a man, had a baby without a relationship with a man and delivered the child, physically had the had the baby growing in her womb and never had been with a man and then delivers the child and she's still having to learn and grow and get wisdom and understanding and figure out what is going on. So if you think that just having an angel show up is, is going to settle it or, or some great miraculous sign is going to settle everything. No, trust and faith in God is what settles it. As you get into God's word and as you learn and as you learn of him and you have a relationship with God, that is what will settle it with on the inside of you. But here's, here's what, what stands out to me with Mary is that many times we get so hard on ourselves when we fail or when we lose hope or we we don't understand or we question and we think wow you know I shouldn't have questioned that or I shouldn't wonder about these things or I should have more faith than this I should be farther along than this I should have done more with my life and all these things that we think about God is still got you you are his and he is yours you don't give up you don't quit you don't stop you continue. This is a growing process. This is growing and learning and understanding and getting wisdom. This is all of these things that we're doing is, is seeking God's face and we're continuing until he comes or do we go with him, either one, whichever comes first. 
but we don't stop. If you're feeling like you've blown it or you're, you've lost hope, well, get back into God's word and stir yourself up and, and realize who you are and, and get that understanding and, and say, God, you know, repent if you have to. Whatever's, whatever's going on that's, that's maybe caused you to lose hope or if you've had a, had something happen that you didn't understand and you're wondering about it, was this God? Was this not God? Just get back on your faith and don't give up and don't quit. Look at what, look at, um, the lessons that we can learn from Mary that that you could have maybe you walked in great things maybe you walked in greatness maybe you were in ministry and 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 are no longer in ministry maybe you've done uh may, you know maybe through you you've prayed for people and seen healings and maybe you're struggling now yourself don't become so hard on yourself that you forget that your relationship with the most high god is the greatest thing that you have and your relationship with him is the most important. And that is what lasts for all of eternity. You know, it's not all of the things that we do or have done that we chalk them up that is going to make it. You know, yes, it's going to be great to lay the works at Jesus' feet and say, Lord, this is all the things that we did throughout this life. And we brought people into the kingdom and we we were able to do present the gospel. We were able to, to heal people in your name. We were able to set people free. We were able to help so many people. That's awesome to be able to say and, and be able to lay that at his feet and say, Lord, this is all the things we were able to do in your name. But you know, the greatest thing, the most important thing is your relationship with him. He's not looking for your deeds or your works or all the things you can do for him. Yes, that's part of growing and learning and having a relationship. And, and God has got so many people to take care of the kingdom and to do the work. He's not looking for one person to do to win the world. Jesus already did that. He already died for the world. We're not the Savior, but we are to follow out and, and to walk after him. But the most important thing is your relationship with him. If everything else in your life hasn't gone the way you wanted it to, and maybe you had great things happen at, and in a time, uh, you know, time before, and now you're at a place to where things aren't happening the way you think they should or how they could be. Don't give up. Don't quit. Just, just work on that relationship and rest in him, knowing that God has the plan and God is your source. He is, he wants more to have a relationship with you than he wants to have your works. God, what would it, what would it do you if you won, if you were Reinhardt Bunky and went to Africa and, and won millions of souls and then in the end you stopped believing and you, you, you gave up your relationship with God? What good would all of that have done with you, you know, if you just quit on him? After all of those things, after you've done great and mighty things, the most important thing is your relationship between you and him. He loves you more than he loves what you can do for him. He loves you and he wants a relationship personally with you. That's what that's what this is all about. You know, the Christmas season and remembering what happened, Christ coming to the earth. It's because God made it personal. God wanted to have a personal relationship back with mankind. He had it in the Garden of Eden. And when Satan deceived Eve and, and Eve uh, 
you know, fell into that sin. And then Adam, Adam knew what he was doing. Adam, Adam wasn't deceived. But when Adam took of that and they sinned in the Garden of Eden, sin came in and the relationship was broken. And God was working from then until now to restore that relationship with mankind. God put in a plan at that moment, or even before that, the Bible says before the found that Christ was slain before the foundations of the world. God knew what was going to happen, and he already had this plan in, in, in motion to bring back mankind into a relationship. But that's what this is all about. The coming of Christ to the earth, God coming in the form of a man, was to bring back mankind into a relationship that they had lost. God had a way, and that way is Jesus Christ, and learning of Him, knowing of Him, and realizing that, you know, you can rest in Him. You don't have to, you know, Jesus didn't say, Mary, you had me, but, you know, you don't understand what's going on? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get somebody else to be my mama. No, it it came through her, and even though you know you can, she wondered and she didn't understand, and she did. She's wondering why he's in the temple and what's going on. Why did he, you know what are you doing? All of these things, all of these wonderings, all of these things that are going on. You know, Mary did not understand it all. She didn't. God didn't pick somebody. She was like fourteen. I think uh, most people believe that she was like fourteen to sixteen years old. She was a young child herself. At that age, she didn't know everything about the kingdom of God. She didn't know anything about the kingdom of God. She didn't know what was going to happen or how things were going to work out. But yet she said, here am I, be it unto me as you have said. Lord, I'm here. I'm available. Whatever you say, if you say this is how what you want for me, then here I am, use me. Here I am, do whatever you want with me. I'm willing to be your servant. And she was just willing and humble to let God do with her the plan of salvation. Let God do in her life and bring to pass this plan that he had. She didn't know how it was going to finish. She didn't know how it was all going to how how it was all going to come to pass and how am I going to take the the lamb of God, the son of God and raise him? Who am I to do this? You, you don't think Mary probably went through a lot of, of self-confidence uh, questioning? Who am I to raise the Lamb of God? You know, the song that uh, Mark Lowry, um, this is one of my granddaughter's favorite songs, but it's Mary Did You Know. If you haven't heard it, uh, I, would look at, I would look, you can look it up on anything and listen to it. But this is the first, two, uh, first couple of verses of it. It says, Mary, did you know? That your baby boy would one day walk on water. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know 
that your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Oh, Mary, did you know? You know, Mark Lowry wrote this song and and he does a much better job at singing it. And, and Pentatonics does it. That's my granddaughter's favorite. It's an acapella group. But if you listen to that song, and, and it'll really uh, minister to you. But Mary did not really know all the things that were going to happen. And when she had that little baby lying in a manger, this little child, can you imagine the thoughts that were going through her mind? Is this really happening? Is this really the Lamb of God that has taken away the sin of the world? Is this really the Lamb of God? Is this really what God said? And is this what is going to come to pass? Mary had had these questions in her heart and she thought about them and she remembered what the Lord had spoken. She remembered what was going on and she continued and she didn't quit and she didn't give up. So whatever you're going through this time of year, remember what it is really all about. It's about bringing you back into a relationship with your Heavenly Father. It's about restoring you and Him. And you can rest in that. Rest in the fact that God is greater than any circumstance that you have. God is bigger than any situation that you have. God is more powerful and all-knowing and has the wisdom to move on your behalf, to bring you out of whatever situation you're in, and to help you along the way. And He's not going to quit on you. He's not going to give up on you. So don't give up on your relationship with Him. Don't give up on your relationship with God because things seem hard or things have happened that you don't understand. Just get back up, keep believing, and stay the course. This Christmas season, let it be a light of joy. Let it be a, a, a bringing you back to your first love, bringing you back to the, to the reason for the season, and that is that Jesus Christ came to save all who would be, could, would be saved. He came to save the world, and as many as possible that would believe on him shall be saved. So whatever you're, you know, if you have to repent and get back on your faith, just say, Father, I've, I've walked away and I've forgotten who you were and, and I've, I've let life get in the way of my relationship with you. And I apologize for that because you're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And you know, God will say, I never left you. I've been here the whole time. I've just been waiting for you to just come and talk to me again. Because he's not going to force you. He's not going to make you. But he chooses you. He always has and he always will. God loves you. And it truly is the reason for the season. So I hope that this looking at Mary's life and looking at how she thinks she struggled with and Pick up your Bible and read through. You know, I skipped over a lot of things and I went through this really quickly, but get your Bible out and read through Luke 
verse, uh, chapters one and two and read about, and you can look in Matthew and the different accounts where, where Christ came and, and look at and say, Holy Spirit, speak to me, speak to my heart and bring back to my remembrance and help me to see the things I need to see. God does really love you. Let me go ahead and end this with prayer. Father, in the name that's above every name, Lord, we worship you and we thank you, Lord God, for moving and working on people's behalf. And Lord, I thank you for helping them through this time of year. I thank you for helping them, Lord God, to remember who they are and to remember you. And Lord, to realize that you're not, Lord God, you're not looking to find them in fault. You're not looking to punish them. Jesus already took the punishment for us. God, all you want is a relationship back with us. And so, Lord, I thank you for people that have, maybe they haven't talked to you in a long time to speak to you once again. Lord God, to, to come to you and say, Lord, here I am. I'm not, I'm not the most qualified and none of us are. I'm not the best and none of us are. But Lord God, here I am. And if you, you'll use me, use me in whatever way you see fit. And Father, I thank you for helping people this time of year to bring the joy back in to their relationship with you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.